how much merit did Revenue Minister David Parker's now dead tax bill actually have? Yes, we're talking about the proposal to increase GST on some investment fund fees, you know, the retirement tax. With us now is Janae Tibshraney, the Herald Wellington business editor, who's been looking into this. Hi, Janae. Hey, Heather. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. So is there some merit in kind of evening the playing field? Right at the moment, you've got some of the bigger fund managers who don't have to pay the GST and some smaller boutique ones who do. And so maybe if you make it fair for everybody, that would be fairer. That's right. So I talked to um, John Cuthbertson, who is uh, the head of an industry group that represents chartered accountants, and he thinks there is merit in uh, creating some consistency there. He makes quite a good point, though. So while what David Parker wanted to do was bring everyone up to the 15% GST level, he said, hey, why don't um, you set a lower level at 1.5%? So a lot of these fund managers are already paying 1.5% GST on fund fees. He's saying what it could have been good to set it at that lower level. Then there wouldn't be you know, such a big outcry over the change affecting people's retirement savings, but you would still address this issue of consistency and making everyone pay the same amount of tax. So, so those are you saying that those who do pay pay at 1.5%. Is there anybody who pays at 15%? I think there is, yeah. So there's a range, 15%, 1.5% and 0%. So it sort of makes sense that David Parker wanted everyone to pay the same amount of tax. But, I mean, it does raise an interesting question, though, because I, I wasn't that aware that um, different people could pay different rates of GST. I think most people just assume that it's 15% regardless of what your, your good or service is. But uh, I think that there are exemptions and, and John Cuthbertson said there are a very limited number, including for, for financial services. And it's all awfully complex, which is why there are you know, so many different rates. What, how do they qualify for different rates? Heather, that is outside of my um, realm of expertise. Above your pay, yeah, above yeah your pay that's above my pay grade. But I mean, that's, that's a, it is a good question. Apparently in the law there are exemptions. Not sure okay. how they qualify. Now, did you manage to, because I, I read with interest, I think it might have been yesterday, your story where you'd called about 11 fund managers and none of them had been consulted and, and literally nobody you'd called had been consulted. Have you managed to find anybody yet? No, I haven't. So um, when David Parker made the U-turn, you know, decided not to go ahead with this change, he said that he thought boutique fund managers who were paying the higher rate of GST, that, that 15%, he thought they'd come out and, and say they supported the change because, you know, it would put them on par with their competitors. But they never did. So I asked David Parker, I said, well, who did you talk to? And he said, I can't tell you. So then I picked up the phone and I called 11 and all 11 um, said they had been talked to but a caveat in this is that in 2020 at the beginning of the year the IRD mm. did a consultation and um, that was public and, and anyone had the opportunity to, to provide feedback but I mean at that time it was in the throes of COVID so I'm not sure how many people paid attention to that and um, the 11, all 11 I called were you know they, they weren't chuffed with the situation I think. Obviously, so it, they, they, obviously they weren't chuffed because some of them would have had to pay more tax, so that's not surprising. But yeah. I just think when you make a change that's so significant, you know, it, it should uh, you know, cost about $225 million a year, you'd think you would at least check in with the people uh, involved with that. Is it possible that the consultation that was done at the start of 2020 before the pandemic was the consultation they then sat on? for more than two years and then revived this year and, and, and assumed that that was the, con is that the consultation they're talking about? 
Yeah, I would assume so. And they also did um, more recently talk to the Financial Services Council. So that's the industry group that represents fund managers. But yeah. that only really represents the banks and the larger ones, not not the smaller ones so much. So, um, you know, it's one of these situations where, you know, are they, are they technically wrong? Maybe not. But uh, were they open and transparent with the entire process? If you look at involvement with the public and with these people specifically, probably not as much as they could have been. It's fascinating. Janae, thank you so much. Janae Tibshraini, uh, the Herald's Wellington business editor.